0: Well, it's hard to believe, but we have arrived at yet another season finale for a live-action Marvel show. In fact, the last season finale of the year, 2021 is wrapping up, and so did Hawkeye this week with the release of episode six, and now it's time for us to break it down. Katie, why don't you start?
1: I'm going to start with saying what I think we literally were just talking about. I love this show, and I still love this show. It still probably takes the cake for all of them. But the season finale was a little... eh. I think it had a lot of things happening in it. But it didn't really feel important. I don't know if that's the right word. I just kind of like... I I think for, for me personally, I look at a lot of the things of... I like to step away from the shows and be like, okay, what did this show add? I think is really like my big thing. Obviously, we know with WandaVision the major implications from hers, even the Falcon and the Soldier, there were a lot of, like, Sam as Cap, I mean, even the whole Super Soldier idea that finished that storyline finally. Loki, whether you like it or not, I mean, that had multiverse implications. So it was like, okay. And then, I'm gonna be honest, taking a step back from this, I kind of am like, what did this really add <laughs> to the bigger MCU?
0: Yeah, I think too, and maybe I just like need to hop off the hype train online sometimes, but I could have sworn I was seeing things like from Marvel and and other things where, you know, they were saying episode six, it really blows apart the MCU. It has major implications. So I was going in thinking, you know, this is going to be really intense and, you know, there's going to be a lot of really big ramifications moving forward for franchises outside of just Hawkeye and Kate. And there weren't. I mean, I, I know we'll get into some of the things that it did lead into, but I just thought, I don't know, I was expecting a little more. And for the end credit scene to be like, just an extended version of Rogers the Musical, I was like, this is cute, but not yeah. what I'm looking for. Well, it's kind of what I was
1: saying in the sense of just like, you you sit there waiting for the, like, what more is there, what it's really gonna add. And it was like, I don't know. Like, obviously, uh, there are, I would say, four characters that have important continuations. But I think, and we'll get into that, but I think one of my other issues is just, and I love Hawkeye in the sense of, like, after the show, I like Clint as a character more. I think it actually gave him the depth he probably always deserved to have had. Agreed. And I think that's part of the reason people didn't really like him as an Avenger, and he was a lot of people's least favorite, was just because it was like... No one, he never got any depth to his character. He was just kind of always there. Um, And then they randomly were like, here's my family. And that was supposed to be his depth. And I was like, but what? So I like him as a character, but I feel like, okay, so he's sticking around. He's
0: not done. There's not, there's been no conclusion on where that lies. Not to mention they're not, like, they were very clear when it was Loki, well, Sorry, that's a bad example. When it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was a series finale. And they made that clear. Even WandaVision, they called it a mini-series, and then they said it was a series finale. And Lizzie has come out and said, like, I don't know how you would even bring that back. But they very clearly called Hawkeye a season finale. Which means, and I mean, the door, narratively, is open for a season two, which I wouldn't be upset about. But I guess I just wasn't expecting that. I don't know. I mean, I'd be fine with a season
1: two. I just, and I think maybe that would help. And maybe that would lead into Clint's full retirement and, you know, stuff like that. Because, like, I expected one of two outcomes here. Clint retiring, and that was the end of that. Or, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but Clint being killed off. Yeah. I saw it ending one of two ways. Not that he's still in business. Kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and I'm thrilled they didn't kill him off. And we've talked about this extensively in past episodes. I'm so happy he's still around. I, Like I said, you know, and I think you touched on this too, there's a lot more emotional investment in Clint now. And to build that up only to, like, rip the character away in, like, his last episode in the MCU, like, that would be really kind of a low blow. So I'm glad they didn't do that. I also think they, in a weird way, they, like, wrapped up his ties with the Avengers, right? Like, Natasha was his last loose thread, if you will. Natasha and then, by extension, Yelena. So, in essence, he's done with the Avengers, but that opens him up to, like, more solo opportunities with Kate. So, I could see them doing, like, almost like a buddy cop type thing until she's ready to be in the Young Young Avengers. Avengers. Because they're still building that out. Right. So, I guess moving into the show...
1: I mean, obviously, I guess, like, the beginning's happening. We get the preview, what went on, blah, 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 blah. Really, the biggest part is this is the the final battle show. You yeah. You know, this, the, this has kind of been Marvel's big, I guess, structure to every show is the the final battle. And that's always the, the season slash series finale. And, you know, I thought it was interesting in the sense that, you know, well, like I've said before, Kate's mom being as involved as she is, I think we mentioned... From the get-go, she clearly, from the Battle of New York, she profited off of something there. And the sense of it was, was that Kate's father was actually
0: the one who was initially indebted to Kingpin. Which I thought was so interesting. And I wish they had gone into more, because she idolized her father. And so, I want to just straighten something out really quick. Just because he's indebted to Kingpin did not mean he was working for him. Right. You know, so I don't want to make that assumption. But he still was colluding and working with someone who is a known criminal. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting, again, because, like, Kate, you know, you can still see, like, her dad is her hero. Even, you know, when she was looking at the photos, like, that's what spurred her on. It's like, in episode five, that's what spurred her on was, like, the photos with her dad. So I thought it was interesting that they're knocking her dad down a peg, like, in her hero worship.
1: Well, what I kind of thought was interesting was, like, when her mother was trying to explain it to her, She was like, he was indebted and I had to pay it off. But then I was like, okay, but that doesn't make you still the better person because you stayed involved. Yeah. You know, like, you didn't need to stay involved the way you were. And I think Kingpin even says, and look at you. Like, he's like, and aren't you wealthy too? Like, he even straight up was like, what did you get out of this? Clearly this was a
0: mutually beneficial arrangement. Yeah, he's like,
1: you got everything out of this. So why are you all of a sudden on this high horse? And I think I mentioned in one of the blogs as well, you know, Where Kate's mother tends to draw a line whether or not it's great
0: the way she goes about it or not is her daughter. And we saw that in this episode. But it's interesting. It's not about her daughter's safety. It's never about Kate's safety. It's about Kate knowing the truth. Yeah. Even when she – we talked about this in that episode – when she confronted Clint – it was under the guise of it being about Kate's safety, but the truth was she didn't want Kate to know the truth. And even now she said, Kate's getting too close. And the implication wasn't, she's getting too close, she might get hurt. It was, she's getting too close, she might find out.
1: But I thought it was then really underplayed almost of, like, when she did confront her mother. But I will say, her mother strikes me as the kind of person who's, we're not done necessarily seeing her. But she also had the very ominous last sayings of, oh, does a hero arrest their mother on Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas or something like that? And I thought that was a little ominous to the fact that she clearly now looks down on her daughter for being a quote-unquote hero. Not that Kate isn't, but you know what I'm saying. So I thought that was kind of interesting and why I was like, hmm, I don't necessarily know if we'd see the end of Kate or
0: of Eleanor. I'm so glad you said that because I immediately, when that like whole scene was happening, I thought to myself, Kate's arch enemy, everybody has one, right? In some cases, Thor's is Loki, Cap obviously has Red Skull, like, everybody has, like, their one iconic villain, Spider-Man has, like, six, but he's just awesome. But I was like, oh, so Kate's arch nemesis is her mom. Yeah. And I was like, that's what that just set up right there. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. I was like, that's sucky for Kate, but also kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you could always, I think her mom even mentioned how Kate and her never really had... The best connection. So it was like it was starting from the get-go. They didn't get along the way Kate and her mother did, and it just... Her father? That's what I meant, sorry. And, you know, Kate went one way and her mom went the other. But I thought that was really interesting. And then moving right into the whole Jack thing... What did we say about him being a red herring? <laughs> like, yeah, I will
0: say, though, we were wrong. We thought maybe he was in cahoots with Eleanor, that, like, they kind of worked out that he would just take the fall, but, like, yeah. nothing would really come of it. Jack ended up being, like, a golden retriever, and I'm really okay with it. I kind of love him.
1: Well, it's not even that he ended up being a golden retriever. He always was, but because we were so under the guise that he was a bad guy, like, we were like, oh. Yeah. Like, No. But I have to say, for those of you who did read the blog post referring to him as a swordsman and giving a little more detail on him, I really liked what they did here. Because the swordsman is known, actually, to kind of jump back and forth between being involved in kind of the petty crime kind of community and then being an Avenger, or at least being involved with the Avengers. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they continued to show that in the sense of he was involved, in a sense, with the wrong side. And then at the end, he still came out for the side of the good guys. So I thought that was really interesting. Kind of staying true to his actual comic book character.
0: One other thing I thought was interesting, and this is just more the Bishop family dynamics, was that Kate's mom, like, when the crap hit the fan, she ran. But when the crap hit the fan, Jack saved his soon-to-be stepdaughter. Like, he stepped in and said, I'm going to protect you. And Kate's mom was like, Peace out. Like, yeah. I'm gone. Well, and you know, to be fair, like,
1: Kate from the get go was like, People are here to kill you. Like, what? What are you doing? And Kate's mom was like, I have this under control. What did you have under <laughs> control of any of that? There were snipers, sweetheart. You were done. <laughs> like, you had not a single thing under control. But moving further into it now, because I feel like we talked about I don't know, we've talked about Jack. We had Yelena. Yelena and Kate's dynamic once again. Oh my god! Perfect. They're just so funny. And even Kate said it best. She was like, "Stop making me like
0: you." I I was like, "Exactly."
1: Like I, I love it, and it made me really happy to the point of you know, this is our next Hawkeye and Black Widow duo, and you could just tell that's what they're building. And I love the, let's get a drink. Okay. <laughs> After I
0: kill Hawkeye. She's like, no, what I meant? But like, Yelena looked so happy to have like someone well, there. Even, even in episode five when she says, thank you for the girls night, yeah. truly. Like that's, there's a level of sincerity there. Yeah. Because without Natasha, I mean, she obviously spent time with the widows when she was freeing the other widows. There were some people who were helping her and I'm sure she bonded with them. But without her sister, and now that she's, you know, since she's come back in the blip, I don't get the impression that she's back releasing the windows anymore. Yeah, I don't either. So she's essentially alone. Yeah. And so I think for her to even just, even though she was, like, low-key threatening Kate and, you know, interrogating her for information, for Yelena, that's a pretty solid girls' night. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I mean. And so I love their connection. I just thought it was so great. And then obviously, like... Moving into the big part of this episode was Yelena and Hawkeye's, or Clint's conversation. And I just have to say, like, I genuinely thought Yelena was going to kill Clint. Because I'm not going to lie, somewhere a long time ago, and by a long time ago, I mean sometime in the past few weeks that the show's been on, (laughs) but my life has made it feel like it's been five months. I remember seeing something about the season finale really, like, ripping people apart. Yeah, And that's where I think the rumor started that Clint was going to
0: die. Which, honestly, that's kind of the rumor I was... I think your the rumor you referenced and the one I referenced earlier were kind of related. Underwhelmed on both fronts, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want him to die, but... No, same, but I even, like, yes, there was an emotional punch, but it wasn't like... Like, I thought last week was more of an emotional gut punch than this week. Well, and,
1: yeah, so... But, like, then with that, I just... I genuinely kind of was like, you know, what would mess with me more... Then having one of my now new favorite since Black Widow characters kill an original Avenger.
0: Yeah, that's hard to come back from. Yeah, I was
1: like, yeah. what would genuinely like bother me the most and leave me sitting there like Marvel did not just do that? Yeah. So when she started beating him with that stick, I literally was like, oh my god, like yeah. they're actually, and I- I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh my god. Just like tell her, like he's try. He's like you wouldn't get. I'm like just tell her, like she got snapped out of existence and blipped back for f- at five years later. You don't think she would somewhat maybe start to believe the fact that this is how your sister or how you technically got the stone? I don't. I don't know. I was just like okay, but I will say that was emotional, and I think that leads right into the now what for Elena kind of portion of this because she's a character that I think we can well. I think we can almost 100% say, without any sort of hesitancy, that she'd be back. Oh, yeah. You know, like, Eleanor, I can make the guess that I wouldn't expect to necessarily see
0: her fade completely. No, I think once Kate becomes the primary Hawkeye in the MCU, like, I think Clint's on his way out. I think it's taking him a little longer than we all expected, which I'm fine with, because now he has new depth that I am willing to explore and excited about exploring, but once Kate takes over as the primary Hawkeye, I could see Eleanor resurfacing as more of a bigger villain again, because I think she is, in her own way, her her daughter's arch nemesis. Yeah,
1: and that's, so, like, she, you know, she's got a chance. Jack, I don't know if we'd see him again. I wouldn't be against it. I, I love Jack. Yeah, now that, like, he's had his moment, I wouldn't be against it, but who knows? He might... You know, because a, there are a lot of characters in the comics that are just kind of, that are there. They play a lot of roles, but they get brought into the MCU and they kind of just play one singular role and it happens and then it moves on. So we might not, but obviously Elena is a character we'll see again and she just up and disappears. So the question now is, where is Elena?
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to think she's going back to Valentina. I I mean she's gonna be in the Dark Avengers like I think I mean that hasn't been confirmed but they would be very I think it would be a big miss if they kept her out of the Young Avengers, not the Young Avengers well especially sorry, the because Dark she Avengers. was already involved essentially right you know right. so so and people love Yelena, so it'd be really I would find it really hard to believe that she's not gonna be in that franchise are there gonna be ramifications for her not completing the mission that's what I was thinking about. probably but Kingpin took some hits tonight so whether or not he continues to be a big customer of Valentina's remains to be seen. Well, to be fair, it also wasn't him who hired Yelena.
1: It was Eleanor. So But I think she was doing it on behalf of but Kingpin. But still. Right, but Paper if, because you don't because to be fair, we have not had a full in-depth look at what the Valentina and Kingpin relationship is. It's very possible for Valentina, Eleanor Bishop's name was on that piece of paper and that was all she needed. You know, like And with
0: Eleanor in jail. You know, the customer, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I'm sure she pays, and like, a, to your point, with her in jail, I mean, that changes kind of the aspect of what, whether really finishing the mission was that important anymore, because it's like, well, she's arrested. Yeah. So, I think, you know, to your point, I would expect to still see Yelena working for Valentina. I mean, we definitely thought she was kind of being tricked from, I think, the end of Black Widow. And she really wasn't. I don't think Valentina
0: even knew the knowledge that she had. At the very least, I think you can take it two ways. One, Valentina didn't really know. I don't think very many people besides the Avengers who were there actually know. So the Corsics and Scott (laughs) actually know what happened on Vormir. I think that's not something the Avengers released publicly. So it's possible Valentina didn't know. At the very least, she just kept the information from Yelena. Yeah. So it's a lie of omission, not an outright lie. Because right. what were Valentina's exact words, like, the man responsible for your sister's death, depending on how you look at the situation on Vormir, it's not a lie. Yeah, I mean, he,
1: to I think Yelena says in the battle, it was like, you
0: could have done more, or
1: something of that nature, or you could have, like, tried harder. And I think that could have just as much been the argument, is that he could have tried harder to stop Nat. Yeah. So yeah, I still expect to see Yelena in the Young Avengers, or Young Avengers, in the Dark Avengers. Do I expect to see her anything before then? No, at this point, I truly don't expect to see. There's been nothing that guides me to think that she would be in something prior to that probably film at that point. Yeah. So I think that would be our next seeing or sighting, not seeing.
0: Yeah, and the only thing I could think, and this has not even been hinted at. This is just an off the wall theory. I'm going to say MOM. No, no. Oh, okay, because I was going to be like, please no, don't. That's a full No, whole it's other so problem. full already. I just know. If they gave her her own Black Widow franchise, because people Ooh. do like her so much. And they didn't do it for. Yes. Although, my like, only thing is. Exactly.
1: Yes. If they. Okay, for the people who didn't understand the conversation that decided happened... We're not
0: in our mental um, conversation.
1: The only issue with giving Elena the Black Widow franchise would be that they never gave Scarlett Johansson
0: her full franchise. So I think that would be a partially bad look. Oh, for sure. And that's why I'm saying I don't think it's going to happen. But that's the only other place I could see her fitting in. If anything, maybe a show.
1: Maybe. I could get her see. uh, But obviously we've seen the slate for the next, what, about two years?
0: So I think we're probably... I will say, though, like, for example, when we saw the slate last year, Echo wasn't on it at all. And now it's coming out in 23. So I think they pick and choose what they release to us. In terms of, you know, Disney Plus Day and and what they tell us for the next two years. And then they're like, oh, by the way, this show's coming out next year that you didn't know about that we've been secretly working on. That's fair. So So, not out of the realm of possibility, but I, it's not – wouldn't be my first choice if I had to, like, put money on it. I'm just, you know, putting it out there in case there's anything before a Dark Avengers that she would be in. Yeah. Well,
1: and so you brought up Kingpin then. And I think that's a great person to bring up to. First off, I want to correct myself. I was wrong. I wrote in the blog that I did think that Kingpin would not be involved in the final battle himself. I truly didn't expect him to be. I didn't either. I definitely expected the tracksuits, and I said that. I definitely also had said Kazi will be the one leading the tracksuits into the battle. Maya will not. So I called that, but I really did not expect to see Kingpin
0: actually there. Let alone fighting. Yeah, I was shocked, one, that they chose to go that route. And two, I've said this many times, I could not get through Daredevil, not because I didn't like the show, just too much for me, gore-wise. I'm a little bit of a wimp when it comes to that stuff. It just made me stressed. I'm going to try it again, because now I feel like I have to, because of, you know, both of them coming back in, you know, the span of a week. That's also true. (laughs) But... I say all this to say I'm not really familiar with his fighting style and how over, not overbearing, but overpowering he is in a fight. So that really shook me. That like shocked me how he was able to just like toss Kate like she was, you know, a piece of, I don't even know, like, a cookie or something. Like, he was just, like, out of
1: my way, child. I genuinely was blatantly surprised, though, that he was even there to begin with. Yeah. I really was. As soon as he was in that car, or not, was he in the car? No. Nobody grabbed 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 Eleanor, yeah. I was like, no, he wasn't the one in the car. Because I thought they were going to pan over and he was going to be sitting there. Me too. But I was really surprised for him to even be there, let alone, like, go into this whole battle. But the battle's not even the, the, what I think we need to touch on. The most important thing is, what the heck with Echo or Maya? What the heck? He's not dead. Because no. you can't, there's no way that Marvel brought in one of the last notorious Spider Man villains that no one has been able to see on screen with Spider Man before due to the Sony and Marvel battles. And so it's never been done before. There's no way they finally brought him in. In the same
0: ep- week we finally saw Matt Murdock
1: in the MCU. In an episode and a half and yeah.
0: killed him off. Yeah, I But agree. there's a reason it wasn't an on-screen death. Oh, yes. You know? No blood on the screen. No death. What have we learned? If you don't see it, it didn't happen. Exactly. Period. Exactly. So that's why, for
1: me, he's not dead. My under... If I didn't know that Maya was getting her own show, I straight up would be like, not killed Maya. Maya, yeah. yeah. But I know she's got... Although, to be fair, there is no actual confirmation what the show and when the show takes place. So it's very fair to at least be able to maybe say, you know, the show could have taken place prior to it. And I wouldn't love if they did that because she's an interesting enough character that I would like to see her further down the road. But... It is the possibility that they could have set the show prior to Hawkeye.
0: Well, that's true. I don't, and I could be really, really wrong about this because I only have a very surface knowledge of her comic history. And again, Marvel doesn't always follow that, so this is really actually did though pretty they well did, with her. You know, with this, I think I don't think she really becomes Echo until she becomes good, or at least an antihero. You know, like she has that whole fight with Kazi, which I'm sure we'll get to next, where she's wanting to get out of the life and she's wanting to do better and be better. So I don't really think that she becomes, like, takes on the mantle of Echo until she makes that choice. So I don't, that's why I think it has to take place after Hawkeye. They also said it was a spinoff show. Like, I'm pretty sure that was the exact language used in the Disney Plus Day announcement. So if it's going to be a spinoff, it would be hard for it to be a prequel.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why it was it's still because there's no confirmation, just a possible thought. Although to like I said, there's no confirmation anyone died in that alley that day. But,
0: yeah. Like I there's no way that Kingpin has been killed. Well, and you saw this was weird to me when Kate shot him with the arrow and he just broke the thing off and was like, "What do you think you're going to do with this yeah. stick?" Like that was weird, but also like could he do the same thing with a bullet?
1: TBD or just not necessarily hurt him. Although I feel like at the same time, I feel like Maya of all people would be like pretty aware. Oh, she'd be a headshot. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, unless he had, unless it was a misfire in the sense that he pushed her arm away or yeah. to whatever extent that necessarily was, was that he maybe you know, and that's all. That's why we don't see it. Was it wants you to think about it? But there's no removing her from the situation, and there's no re- removing him. Not with her show, and not with him. If Mar- I'm going to admit, like this is one of those things that, and I think I've said this before with Spider-Man, I've said this before with multiple shows and movies, if Marvel did this, it would be a very
0: stupid yeah move.
1: It would be a waste. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like what I said about Spider-Man, where with the whole like three Spideys. if I was like, if they don't do this, they wasted their time. Yeah. Personally, you could bring all the villains back you want, that's not the point. That's not what the fans want. They know that's not what the fans want. Like, I, I loved seeing them, but... You know what I mean? It would just be a waste. So, you know, that's not the end of either of them, to my belief it's a misfire of some sort. Yeah. And from where they go, I mean, like I said, Maya has her own show coming out, and so that'll be her next appearance, and I expect to see Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to tie him back to Daredevil again. No. I need them to clarify for me if, Netflix's Daredevil is canon, I just need... It I doesn't need to know. sound
1: like... The way that Kevin was talking, it doesn't necessarily sound that way. Just because he said, if we... Right before you know the movie, if we were going to have a Daredevil, it would be Charlie. So, my assumption is... Uh, the way that he went about saying that, it didn't necessarily sound like he was... Because, to be fair, if you bring the Netflix show in, you... Almost have to talk about the Defenders. Yeah, and
0: we talked about this, I think, in the Spider-Man reaction episode that, yeah. like, that's not likely. I guess I just, I need it in black and white. I need it coming out of Kevin's mouth that it's not canon and that we should not take anything that happened before as a past for the characters that we're seeing now. That I, we should clean slate completely even though they're the same actors and that's fine. Or is it, I guess my question really more is, is it another universe? Like, is that Matt Murdock and... Wilson Fisk from another timeline that's fine too yeah I just need to know is that how I should be thinking about it well I'm sure
1: with the appearance of both of them we might get that answer sooner than later yeah in the sense that now fans are gonna question it a little more but like I said my next thought on Kingpin is gonna be a Spider-Man movie I don't think for a second that it won't be Well, with Um, Tom's Peter back in Manhattan, you're basically setting it up. Well, and the fact that literally he was sitting, right, like, his apartment's, like, right next next to Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Which is literally where they just had the entire fight. And they... Okay, I will say, I was one of the fans kind of hoping for a slight Spidey appearance. Just a fly-through? Just because, to be fair, you could have set the movie at any other time, and they were like, we're gonna set the movie at Christmas time, which... Also, I feel like needs to eventually get talked about where that... When we do a discussion on the timeline a little bit, we'll talk about the what that means with Far From Home and No Way Home, where it was actually placed, but we'll get into that at a different time. But regardless, I don't know. I just... I, I was a little, a little sad that we didn't get a little something, just because yeah. I think this is something I've now seen a lot of people pointing out now that Spidey's back in Manhattan, where he's supposed to be, and just in general, like, people were pointing out, like, the whole, like, oh, you know, cracks in the skyline, but Kate and Clint are out here four blocks away, just, everything's normal, kind of thing, and I thought that was kind of interesting, because we pointed this out, where it was, like... Two different years, though. But regardless, my point still being, and I think people's point going with that is, you got heroes in New York, like, I think something that... Spider-Man, and the only reason I really talk about Spider-Man is because of the implications of some of the characters, along with, you know, New York being the general place, is, you know, the other Spider-Man really pointed out as well, they don't, they didn't have the Avengers, they didn't have other heroes running around the streets. The thing is, is with the MCU, you do. And that's what kind of agitates me, is I'm like, that's why I wanted to see a Spidey appearance, because I was like, let's make it make sense a little bit that these people know the other one exists. To some degree. Nah, they don't. Well, they know Spider-Man exists. They don't know Peter's Spider-Man.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, nah, they do. But I'm just but... saying, it's not It's not like before where Peter went up to, to right. Doctor Strange and was like, Hey, Steven, remember when we went to space? Hey, now can you right. a But I'm just saying, like, you know, different. there's a
1: battle in the middle of, ne- of Rockefeller Plaza. Doctor Strange is in the city. I'm not saying that
0: necessarily something for him, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but listening. we don't actually know that Doctor Strange is there because this is after Multiverse of Madness.
1: Well, regardless of people who supposedly were supposed to be in New York, we have Doctor Strange, we have Spider-Man, those are both at least prominent people who- and I'm not saying necessarily at that point, but I'm just saying, in general, when all this stuff happens, that's the big difference between Toby and Andrews, is like, they don't have other heroes literally living in the city. Versus-
0: Yeah. One thing I did catch- we rewatched episode 5 before watching episode 6 today- and one thing I caught was Yelena says something about the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Yeah. When she's in Kate's apartment, which now makes a whole heck of a lot more sense after seeing No Way Home. So this Except is... they destroyed it, and so they had to rebuild it again. Yeah. So just in case anybody needed that extra confirmation, this is set after No Way Home. I know they've confirmed that verbally and Kevin has said it, but like now we're actually seeing in-universe... References that show, like, no, this happened, that movie happened, and we're moving past it now.
1: Yeah. So, but I that's why, for me, like I've said, I kind of wanted the Spidey swing by something. Just because I was like, I feel like we need to kind of address... Like, even with No Way Home being done beforehand, that means he's been established in the city as Spider-Man. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd kind of like to see a little bit of something... Because there's a battle, like, he's got a police radar, but he's but you're telling me <laughs> that didn't show
0: up, of all things, you know? There were, I'm gonna just play devil's advocate, there weren't actually any cops. If you notice, there was not a single cop. Well, but all the LARPers are also cops. And then all the
1: cops, came, the cops came and arrested Eleanor.
0: Yeah, after it was done. Yeah, but still. I'm just saying, you know, playing devil's advocate, there was not a cop during the actual battle.
1: But still. You would think there'd be some kind of reports coming through. I mean, those are the rich people yeah <laughs> like, I mean, that's fair. so I don't know I just I was a little bit of a I was the one kind of rooting for the swing vibe didn't get it I do hope Marvel kind of addresses somewhere in there eventually the fact that we have heroes who are all kind of located in a similar spot and to be fair I mean they kind of opened certain doorways with the fact that not everyone knows Spider-Man's Peter with the fact that now they can kind of establish him with other heroes heck he could like Go meet Kate Bishop on the subway or something. That's what... I, he could now be a part of the Young Avengers if they had really wanted to. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Because, like, now his his slate is almost wiped clean for everyone else but him. Yeah. So, I
0: don't what know. What a demotion if you're Peter Parker. Yeah, literally. But, so we see that. We see Kingpin. I want to talk about the Kazi and Maya fight. I called that. that I called so that sad. rift
1: from the beginning.
0: You did. I was just really sad. Like, especially... I couldn't tell... You know, throughout the show, if there was, like, something more going on than just, like, friends, it was kind of, like, I think it was supposed
1: to be, like, more of a sibling relationship, is what my understanding eventually landed on, but I also, at first, was unsure. Oh, see,
0: I landed more romantic, because she was asking him to run away with her, so I was like, that's interesting. Oh, I just
1: kind of read it as she was, you know, they both were probably to a degree, like, he's been around for a long enough time to establish himself, she was raised in it, so I I just kind of assumed, especially because they seemed the closest in age compared to all the other tracksuits mm-hmm. and everyone else involved so to me I kind of read it more as they kind of found refuge in each other and so but I will okay I know they talk about Kazi but I have to bring up Kingpin for one more second I will have to say like it did kind of make my heart hurt that he also learned
0: sign yes. language
1: for her oh. as you know something Kazi even points out is like oh you thought like in one of the other episodes like I learned this for you, like, you think any of these other idiots knows know what's going on kind of thing? And then you see Kingpin have yeah. learned it to speak. You can
0: tell he genuinely loves her, and yeah. he's so sad that she's turned on him, and it actually reminded me of the one other time we see Kingpin on screen is into the Spider-Verse, and and it's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but isn't his whole motivation he wants to save his daughter? Like, so it's not... I'm telling you right now, you're, This is, I've watched it once oh. when it came
1: out, you're asking the wrong person the, that person.
0: I feel like that's part of the storyline, and so for me, I think it's just interesting that no matter what iteration, and again, I haven't seen all of Daredevil, but in the two iterations I've seen, he does have that softer side for his family, and that that just, like, made my heart melt a little bit, even though I know he's, like, literally cruel and awful, but... See, know. for me, it was more of the... And I, I even
1: said this while we were watching it. I was like, it reminds me a lot of Thanos and Gamora. Yeah. Where she eventually sees him as the monster he is. She learns to resent him. She doesn't want to be anywhere near him. But he does truly love her. And there is that aspect where he's like, I helped to raise you. I, yeah. like, I've like i been in your life, you know? And And immediately, I thought of that same dynamic. And you could just feel it. I did like that, and I wanted to bring that up. But to Bukazi and all that, did I expect him to die? No.
0: I didn't either. I didn't.
1: I genuinely thought he would kind of go on to lead the tracksuits. We'd see him later on, possibly in Echo, being that, like, being a big foe for her, because that's a hard battle. But she went and was like, within five minutes, killed him? And I know she yeah. didn't want to, but I genuinely didn't think that she would do it. Now.
0: Yeah, I it almost struck me the way the scene was choreographed with the fight that it was almost an accident, like kind of like like a an instinctual thing. Like he came at her and she instinctively just did what she had to do and ended up stabbing him in the middle of it. Like yeah. I don't know that it was an intentional like kill on her part because she was so reluctant to do that. So, I thought that was very interesting and I think if I had to hazard a guess like that's something that I think we're going to see her Deal with emotionally, or I would like to see her deal with emotionally in Echo because I think you know whether you read their relationship as more romantic or more sibling. Either way, she killed someone who meant a lot to her, and that's that comes with ramifications. I mean, the entire show of Hawkeye is about that. I mean, Clint didn't kill Natasha, but he's the reason she's dead. Yeah. like So I really hope that they don't kind of gloss over that emotional character development for her, and we see her try to deal with that. Yeah. But I think that that was pretty interesting. I think there
1: I think another complaint maybe I do have of the finale is less loose ends were tied up than I thought going into the finale, so there was a lot of tying up that had to get done. Yeah. Obviously we see the Yelena Clint, we see the Eleanor and Kate, we see Maya and Kazi, we see Maya and Kingpin, and Kingpin kind of just with in general. The track suits against Clint and Kate. I just like there was an aspect where i thought it was a little busy and maybe that's part of the issue for me is i kind of did think there was like just a lot happening where it just felt like i i felt originally that we had been moving very well between we started all the way down at just like the track suits yeah and have now moved all the way up to you know kingpin and eleanor being involved blah 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 but then like Less was wrapped up than I anticipated. Like I didn't think we'd see the fight between Maya and Kazi, I which agree. is I literally when she came in on the motorcycle straight, I was like, "Who is that?" Because I, I didn't expect her
0: to even make an appearance. No, when she was in her room, I was like, "All right, we're seeing the origin story of Echo." When yeah. She, okay, and I I think I said this to you before, like uh, when they had the scene on the roof. So I guess that was my episode four. Ep- yeah, yeah, because that's four. when the Atlanta came in. That, you know, it was two diverging storylines, but really you find out they're, like, you know, part of the same tree. Right. But I really thought that, you know, Echo's slash Maya's was gonna stop growing. That, like, you know, we were we were kind of done with her after episode five when she... kind Well, that's what I thought with Robin yeah, and all yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, alright, so she's done with her little mission for now, and we're gonna see the rest of those ramifications play out in her show when she goes after Kingpin. I was not expecting her to have her little rendezvous with Kingpin in his lair, or whatever you call it, his office. I was kind of fine with that. I just really didn't expect anything that happened past that. No, I didn't. I was like, she's, that whole confrontation, everything about that where she's going to either fight him from the inside or do what she ever, you know, however that show plays out, I was like, that's going to take place all in that show. Mm. I did not expect it to take time not in that way, but take time during Hawkeye to do that, because I didn't feel like it needed to be set up that explicitly. Like, alright, cool, I'm okay with that loose end, because I know that there's, like, more to that thread coming. You've confirmed that for me. Cool, great. Leave that be, and let's focus on, like, the other three plot lines we've got going, because, you yeah. know. And I think that's, to you brought up Falcon and the Winter Soldier before, I think that was what a lot of people's complaints were with that finale as well. And, like, the back half of that show was they had a little bit too many plot lines going along. And, like, did not, you know... You can wrap up a plot line halfway through a season and, you know, focus on one or two. You know? So I kind of wish Marvel would have done that. And I thought up until this point they were moving to... You know, great. They set up Maya. They gave her her foundation. We're done with her. We don't need her in episode well, six. Well, and like and like I said, I
1: never expected to really see Kingpin in the battle. Yeah. I I wasn't surprised that we maybe saw him a little bit prior. So I didn't expect to see him in the episode. Maybe to establish him a little
0: more. So I when expected we saw the confrontation between him and Eleanor.
1: Yeah. 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 So when we saw him in you know Spider Man, it wasn't just oh Kingpin was mentioned once in the show kind of yeah. thing. Didn't expect his involvement. So those were already, like, two big lines that I didn't really anticipate. And then that bled kind of into the Kate and Eleanor part of it, because that made that entire thing bigger than it would have been. So I just kind of was, like, really thrown off with the extent of how many battles were happening and how many plot lines were desperately in need to wrap up. I mean, even the Jack and Kate plot line, yeah. you know, they had to bring him in to have him, like... I just felt there was a lot going on. Then you had, like, the LARPers, which I wasn't... I I love them. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with them, but then I'm like, then you have, like, all these people. Like, I just was like, there's just a lot colliding in this. So I think that's probably my biggest issue with it, was just so much was going on, and I truly did think a lot of the storylines were at least wrapped up or enough towards the point where they weren't going to be involved in that final battle moment, but then they were. And that's what kind of threw me off.
0: I agree. However, we've talked a bunch about the final battle. I do want to say it was beautiful. It was so interesting, just visually. I mean, having them on the ice with the skates when they did the slow mo of them like doing their thing, the way they fought so effortlessly together, the way he called her his partner. Yeah, I was. I mean, that didn't happen in the battle. Happened previous to it, but I was like, you know what? This is amazing. Like, we're seeing a little baby super partnership hero team and I'm good with that. Like, it just made me really happy. Well, and then to my point, what Clint
1: always does is he has to take take the strays home. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course, then he took Kate home. And I thought that was a great moment, but I want to talk about that last scene because I think I, I don't know if I... I know I've said it to Taylor before. I don't think I, it was on air. I don't think it was on air, and I don't think I mentioned it literally anywhere else, so the only proof I have is Taylor's word that i said it. But I've I can vouch it.
0: for her. She did say these words.
1: Because I don't know if it's been confirmed in the MCU itself. I cannot remember. Or if others, it was just confirmed from comic, or I, I'm not 100% sure. It might be just comic that I knew it from. But Clint does meet his wife at S.H.I.E.L.D., She's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. romance, everybody. Yeah, so she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And so, while we were grossly incorrect about the watch, we also were talking about how, you know, she has a lot of information. And maybe I did say it on air. We did say it on air, actually. We, we,
0: whoa. I mean, we had a conversation (laughs) on air.
1: Because I was like, wait a second. It was mentioned because we were talking about why she has so much information. Well, that
0: and we talked about whether the watch belonged to Coulson. Yeah.
1: Because we were talking, yeah, so while we were grossly wrong about who the watch actually belonged to, I did, when we were like, why does his wife seem to have so much information and we couldn't figure that out, I do think I did say it. Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting, and I, I think her storyline goes to show, like, he he said, you know, it would blow someone's cover. She likely had been killed, quote-unquote, killed, off by S.H.I.E.L.D. as a way to go dark, so she could move and do her family and, you know, whatever,
0: and it makes the whole line from episode 5 where he's she's like, but we moved so far away. And he's like, it's never far enough away. Like, she made her own enemies. Like, it's yeah. not just his, you know, the people he put away, but, like, also her time at S.H.I.E.L.D. and the, the enemies that she made. So I thought that, like, that reveal gave that conversation a lot more depth.
1: Well, and it just made the the watch make more sense. Because I couldn't really understand, like, I, I, our theories I could kind of have argued for it, but I, like... Couldn't understand why Hawkeye seemed to have such an emotional investment into it. So that definitely like helped. Was I was like, okay, I get this now. I also I kind of I'm interested because a lot of people were talking about along with the string was that would we see her getting brought back in as a shield agent or because I believe she also has an actual like superhero name. Isn't it? It's Mockingbird, right? That's what yeah, I keep seeing. I think so. So A lot of people are like, now that we're kind of hinting towards this, are we going to see it?
0: Because it's never been hinted at fully before. Yeah, it's, to your point, and I saw someone say this online, like, it's weird that now they're bringing in all of these references to, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Considering that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been dismantled. God, when did they capture that? 2014? Yeah. So, it's 2023. Four. ten years ago shield's yeah. been dismantled for ten years now like well they i mean yeah i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't that's why i don't really know. i also don't really know why he would have had her watch of all things with him at the avengers compound that seemed a little off to me yeah just because i was like doesn't seem like something you would have left with you or my biggest thing is which is why i think there might be a reason and they might be bringing her back in As Mockingjay, possibly, is because they were going after the watch. I think it's Mockingbird. Mockingbird, sorry. (laughs) Hunger Games. Um, Because they were going after the watch from the get-go.
0: Yeah. So, but think about it this way. She had all that information on the family and who was running the tracksuits at the time. Maya. So I think Maya put it together. That's possible. That, you know, Clint's connection with Ronan And then started piecing together all that information about his family. I just don't know why they would have thought to go after the watch to begin with. Because he knew that Maya did not
1: know that his wife was who she was. Because he said if it came out who she was when he was talking about his associate.
0: Yeah, but I think it's possible that Maya had an inkling that it was related to the Barton family and that's why she wanted it. And if it had as much information as the Bartons made it seem, like, that would blow her cover. Like, they would then know exactly what she did. I mean, I was a little sad, though, that it wasn't a a bigger implication. I really wanted it to be Coulson. I just really love Clark Gregg. I think that would have been
1: interesting. I also think it would have been interesting had it been, you know, Cap, like, Steve Cap, just because we haven't had any real confirmation, and then we've now had multiple works that reference him, and, like, even Spider-Man with The Shield, so I'm like, I'm just a even, little confuzzled because I'd like to
0: understand where he actually is and or if he's dead. Even Agent Hill. Like, it could have been... Because she's confirmed for Secret Wars. They mm-hmm. just confirmed that Colby Smulders is coming back to reprise her role. But if you think about it, she and Fury were both Skrulls in Far From Home. Mm-hmm. So we don't actually know where the heck maria has been.
1: Well, that's what I mean. So it's like... I feel like there were a lot of people it could have been, and while I, I like, get it a little bit, where I, why they kept it within, I just, I think this is, this goes back to my earlier point where I'm like, I still don't get the implications of Hawkeye at the show quite as much, because yeah. we knew it was going to be a passing the torch kind of thing, but it wasn't even a full passing of the torch show, so it was like... So what really is the implications past what we already knew, which is Young Avengers and eventually Dark Avengers?
0: I think, unfortunately, I'm so sad I'm going to say this, but I think it's fallen into the trap of the other shows in that it's a character development vehicle.
1: Yeah, but at least, like, the other shows, you know the implications are going to be there for later on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind the character development, but, like, WandaVision, that was all there to establish her as the Scarlet Witch for the future because of Multiverse of Madness. Right. With the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we got our new Captain America but through that.
0: That I would characterize as character development.
1: Yeah, but like we didn't get anything new out of this. Like we knew Kate was coming into it, but it's like that's what we got then. And we got a bigger look at Hawkeye, but I don't feel like oh, well,
0: we got Kingpin.
1: Oh well, yeah. Okay, but I'm saying while well, we got well, and we got plenty of characters from Wandavision and Loki and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but like my thing is just. I understood their, their implication, like, there were implications that took place in those shows that I did not expect, versus Hawkeyes was, like, everything we kind of already knew. I think the only thing we really didn't know was going to be, was Kingpin, but past, the, what, first episode, we already knew? He was in our predictions episode, we called that one, too. Oh, okay, well, yeah. then there you go. So, like, they, my point just being is, like, I like to make predictions, I like to think of the theories, but sometimes, like, I hate being so on the nose that nothing blew me away. Kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and I think, honestly, up until this point, I think we thought we were not as on. So, for example, like, I think in episodes one through five, they did a pretty good job of obscuring. Like, we got the whole watch thing completely wrong twice. Yeah. So, but I was a
1: little, but like I said, I was a little disappointed about the watch thing.
0: Right, right. So it was like... I'm if... just saying, one through five, there was still room for them to blow us away. Yeah. And then by the end of six, it was like, oh that's why I said I think the biggest thing that they could have done
1: to blow me away, personally, honestly, would have been if Yolanda had killed Clint. I just think that would have been something that I would not have seen Marvel doing.
0: I mean, that's fair. I, I don't even know what I expected. I think I was hoping they would tie him to the larger MCU a little more. This show, while it obviously played off things that we've seen in the past and set up things for the future, it did not necessarily have the wider implications that I was promised. And so I was kind of thinking, all right, instead of doing this, you know, two minute long, musical number, I thought maybe we'd see, like, a kingpin doing something interesting. Not even specifically, but something that was a little more... Honestly, I would have at least been happy if they would have panned and it was Yelena
1: watching it. And I even said that. I was like, oh, Yelena's watching it. And then they didn't show anyone in the audience.
0: Or Coulson, or somebody, or Old Steve, or anybody. Yeah, and I would have been like,
1: dang, but it was just the musical number. So I kind of was like,
0: cool. Thanks. Like, yeah. No, I agree. I was a little, I was a little bummed This, you know what? What did we say about WandaVision? I don't know. We said a lot of things about (laughs)
1: WandaVision. (laughs) Mephisto! We said, no. (laughs) We said that the ending was a little underwhelming, and that's kind of where I stand with Hawkeye. I loved the show up until this ending. I just feel like it was busy, and then on top of being busy, there just wasn't anything like, Whoa. Yeah. That just happened. For whatever That's reason. That's really gonna affect
0: phase four. Marvel has had some real issues sticking the landing on their shows.
1: Honestly, the only one I think I personally
0: believe had the best landing was Falcon and the Winter oh, Soldier. Oh, I agree. But to be fair, the beginning and middle were no, weaker I, than I, the other And I can admit to that, but because I've had a
1: favorite character now in every single one of these <laughs> shows, I, I've been eating good all year. But no, and I can admit to that. But I will say, I think that was the only one that really stuck the landing of the ending. I think the only reason Loki had a semi-okay ending was because of the implications, not because the actual last episode was that good. Personally, I just think, like, it's the implications of it. It was just, okay, the multiverse, and now he's in a different timeline. But I don't think most of that episode was really that great. WandaVisions was kind of like, oh, yeah, cool, kind of thing. Like And it was a battle scene, but it just didn't feel... It didn't feel epic. No, for what was going on. I mean, you had two witches fighting and two visions fighting, and it didn't feel like it had like a the lot. The
0: gravitas of... wasn't there. Yeah,
1: and then you know, with this, it was kind of the same gist where it was just like, oh, like
0: the battle scenes themselves were cool. It just, but was it just there. didn't have the not the scenes themselves, but the actual. To your point, the implications and the ramifications didn't have the wow factor I was hoping yeah. to see. Like it was visually interesting. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah but cerebrally that's not a word but i'm making it up right here right <laughs> now cerebrally i wanted more i wanted more mcu stimulation if you will well yeah
1: and that's why like to this day i mean we were screaming and throwing ourselves to the floor i am not even like blowing that out of proportion that is literally what happened when we were watching the finale of the yeah Falcon we were on eating food
0: and i swear to god both of us almost threw food at different points yeah like
1: i was throwing myself out of my chair <laughs> because i was like so just like oh my god like the suit like this yeah Yeah. i mean even even showing off hawker's more comic accurate suit they just like he took off his clothes and changed
0: yeah like i I was like though i did make the comment okay whoever they read like got as their phase four costume designer man i i mean i don't know if this person has not done one through three I can't think they did because four has just been stellar in terms of comic accuracy for everybody. I mean, Hawkeye's was definitely toned down a little bit because his (laughs) costume in the comic, yeah, but not all of his,
1: not all of the comics because some of the comics that is his exact costume, right? I'm
0: just thinking of the the one with the face mask, yeah, that's the one I. But his newer
1: ones are not because like a lot of the ones where he's in with Natasha and Bucky, because I have a lot of those. That's his costume with the arrow, the, like, arrow across his chest in that way. Like, that's what he wears. Yeah, I guess I
0: just always think of the one that Kate drew in, like, episode three. With yeah. the, like, awful headpiece thing. I mean,
1: to be fair, they weren't always great. No. But, yeah, I mean, to, and to your point the costume, but like I said, like, like that wasn't even a momentous moment. Like they didn't even make that a big like. Yeah. Whoa! It was definitely
0: no Sam like flying in through the window and yeah. doing like, a superhero pose with the shield and his new like. Wing. And you were
1: like, "Dang, okay." Like Captain America Welcome, just showed up. Like I, I don't know. I just like I like we said about WandaVision, a little underwhelmed. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. And it's then just... like the end credits not being any like at least yeah. Wanda had end credits that were like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, we see each other kind yeah. of thing.
0: And it's, and it, I think this is almost even m- more painful than WandaVision or any of the others because we have loved this show yeah. from the, I, I don't, I think we may have had, what, one or two criticisms in five episodes. I mean. So for them to let me down so wholeheartedly in episode six, I just wanted them to come out clear and free yeah. and just perfect. I wanted them to have one show where I didn't find an episode where I was like, no. Yeah. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just no, so I disappointed. I agree. I and it wasn't inherently bad. I just no. didn't. I think too. To your point, it wasn't a bad episode, but when you put it in perspective in comparison yeah. with the others, like we were have been flying so high for five episodes, and so like this was probably just as good as like some of the more mediocre Loki or Falcon and Winter Soldier or even Wandavision episodes. It's probably on par with those, right? Yeah, but as a finale. Yeah, well, that, and also when you compare it to the actual beat-by-beat beat perfection that was episodes one through five, right. it just pales, it's like, it's like, those were a rainbow and this is just like a white piece of paper, you know? Like, it's just, it just does not, it pales in comparison. No, I
1: I agree, and I, that kind of makes me sad. <laughs> me too. Just because, like, I, I, and it still will likely be going down as the best MCU show so far, of this year for 2021 it's my Um, favorite
0: hands down even with episode six
1: but i will say like i don't i think the reason i hype up the falcon and the winter soldier so much is not because my absolute favorite characters in it but because the ending when when you just end so well you forget all the issues you had with it before but now i almost have the and i said this before we started recording now i almost have the opposite effect with hawkeye where i was like I literally was coming off every episode with the biggest hype. I was like, today's a good day. Because I literally was like, this is so good. Like, they didn't miss. And I think I've said that in almost every blog post. I'm like, this episode didn't miss. Because it hasn't. And then, the ending, I just kind of was like, okay. Yeah. And now it just kind of, like, doesn't make me feel the way that every other episode did. So now, the show itself is kind of like
0: tinted yeah it like so when you're talking about like Falcon and the Winter Soldier you almost look at it with like rose colored glasses because yeah. you're, like that last episode like it all must have been that good yeah right but like this you're like oh that last episode was it all not that good yeah like even though it was know, go back uh, the last four episodes that we've done yes it was like, I mean it was give that me an good. ending
1: like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Hawkeye and I would have been
0: like yeah Oh my there god. There you go. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. That's all I needed. I just need Marvel to, like, complete a show, beginning to end, beat for beat perfection. They, they've they gotten so close now, just like, ah! Yeah,
1: I just, I, I think, ironically, <laughs> this is something that I think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man had suffered from, Spider-Man 3, was the kind of almost too many villains issue. Yeah. Because they didn't wrap up enough of the storylines. So you had Uncle, aka Kingpin. You had his tracksuits. You had Kazi, who has to be considered separate. Yeah. Because of, like, his character development versus just the regular tracksuits. Yeah. Yeah. You had Yelena. Like, I just. And you had Eleanor. Yeah, I was just about
0: to say. And her fiance, whose name is Jack. Thank you.
1: Like, briefly a villain. So it's just kind of like. That is genuinely kind of what it suffered from, was the fact you just had too many... It wasn't even fully the storylines, as it was the villains. You just had too many players on the playing field.
0: Yeah, and they did not, to your point, take them... Like, you can take off people midway through. I
1: listed who I thought was never going to be in that battle, because I assumed we handled what we needed to handle enough for this series for them to be able to be seen later on. I genuinely thought it was going to be tracksuits... Kazi involved, I didn't think Maya would be there, and I thought we'd have that Yelena scene. I, mean, I only knew we'd have the Yelena scene because of the previews. I didn't know if we'd see it, because I didn't know if she'd still go after Clint or not after the end of episode 5.
0: Yeah. Because of
1: her and Kate kind of having some sort of a friendship. I don't know if we got a friendship yet, but like... It's getting there. Yeah. So, but that's really what I expected to see. I didn't really expect Eleanor to play such a big role. Ironically, I just kind of thought... I I'd, I'd kept thinking she was going to get killed, yeah, I just assumed they were going to kill her off, which I was like, I mean, I kind of assumed, but then they didn't. So I just, there was just a too much, too much going on for me. I agree. I but agree. those are my things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we hit everything that I wanted to talk about. Just, I think the overwhelming feeling in the house today is just because we're together again. <laughs> Holidays. out. <laughs> Um, the overwhelming feeling is underwhelmed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, we get made fun of a lot for that, because that's what we kept saying about WandaVision. Yeah, I mean, Um, it's
0: actually like a thing in our house. If you say the word underwhelmed, like, everybody kind of looks at each other funny now, but
1: Um, there's no better word for it, truthfully. Yeah, because that is how we walked away from WandaVision, like, just muttering, well, that was underwhelming. That was just underwhelming. (laughs) I think I must have said that word
0: 40 times that evening. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, so, I, I mean, I still like the episode itself as a whole i just there was just a lot
0: yeah i think my you know elevator pitch for this episode is good episode pales in comparison to the rest of the series not the quality ending i was hoping for yeah i agree i All agree right. So that's a wrap, not only on this episode, but on Hawkeye and new content for 2021. It's <laughs> Although, been... to be fair, we only have like, what, a week
1: and a half left of 2021 anyway, so it's yeah. not even that big of a deal.
0: But it's been a heck of a year, guys. So thank you so much for finding us, joining us, sticking with us through everything. Yeah. We have one more episode that we're coming out with in 2021 where we just do a little recap on the year. You've probably heard us talk a little bit about some of it. But we're going to talk about the shows, the movies, all that good stuff, and also a little bit of a preview about what we're excited for for next year, because that's right around the corner, and hopefully we'll bring some really good stuff, because 2021 was a good year for us. Heck yeah. Alright, as always, if you're a fan of the show but you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and do so on your platform of choice. You can check out on the blog, we have a special page where we list out all the platforms that we're available on. So if you haven't found your platform of choice yet, go check that out. And if we're not on it, tweet at us, we'll try to get on there. Speaking of the blog, go give that a follow as well. We mention it a lot because Katie does a really, really good job of giving extra context, extra thoughts, extra theories—just extra, extra everything. Is always extra (laughs) is my middle name. Is always on the blog, and then last but not least, check us out on Spotify—a separate profile than our actual podcast itself. Let's talk MFT, where we have playlist for the different shows and also a large playlist for all of the episodes relating to the movies reactions predictions and some extra context episodes that have to do with the movies on there as well and as always we have our twitter which is also let's talk mft so check that out
1: go give it a follow all marvel news and theories are shared on there along with our own theories and thoughts and also the blog and podcasts when they come up. So everything you need would be in one spot. So definitely go give that a follow. And for this kind of slight wrap of content, I can say, I hope you kept up with all of it this year. And who knows what 2022 is fully going to be giving us. Oh, that felt weird saying 2022. I'm not ready. Did not know that I was going to, I was going to ask you if that was the right year we are going into. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, it is. But I hope everyone's kept up with the content, and Marvel just blew your mind, so let's talk about it.